Let's talk about the mammoth losers Friday. Because right. at the other end of the spectrum, we have a team who in 2018 really pushed all the way deep into the final series but couldn't quite get the chocolates. We are talking about Melbourne. And since then, Frizy, we've got we've to highlight the fact that they have really fallen from grace, had a really, 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 really terrible season last season. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had their injuries. Yes, they had some off-field woes. But... To finish close to the bottom of the ladder and then this season to only have one win and be pretty woeful in some of their performances, gee, not much going right at uh, good old Demon Land. No, no. And they've got to be careful because it's it's almost falling out of control completely again already and we're only a third of, or so of the way through this uh, this obviously modified season. I don't know what's next, but um, they... Uh, they don't look watchable at all. In fact, they've um, they've rarely strung together four quarters of um, you know consistent uh, and the sort of football that's scoring regularly enough to win win games. You keep going down this trajectory, and you're probably not going to win many more for the whole season. It's very worrying, Frizy. It's very, very worrying. And, yeah, we talk about um, unwatchable footy, but uh, the, fail- the failure to score over 60 points in a single game so far this season clearly shows that, you know, yes, they are moving the ball quicker than any other team in the competition, but they're not executing. And those those easy kicks, like just lowering the eyes, seeing what's up ahead, taking mm-hmm. taking a good option rather than going long and relying on their forward line, which is practically non-existent at the moment, it is very, very difficult to get the scoreboard ticking over with that kind of attitude. Yes, I will concede this, though. They had good effort on the weekend against the Tigers. Yep. Yeah, the Tigers they did. We're under a lot of pressure, too. So they did, they did have moments in that game where they easily could have swung the pendulum the other way and get themselves ahead in that game. The effort is good, but unfortunately, the execution is not of a good standard at the moment for Aussie. No, no, you're quite right, and um, that that won't impress their coach. We know that Simon Goodwin, the very um, very serious type with pretty high standards, and that, and, and he'll know that that this is not an accurate reflection of where he wants this group to be. So, yeah, this will be this will be burning them at the moment. I, I dare say internally. No, Williams, by the looks of things, uh, they've got a lot of talent on their list. I mean, you know, some of their big inclusions that they brought in. In the off-season, for example, this off-season, you know, a couple of high draft picks and, you know, a couple of good fringe players or, or players who were in the best 22 of other clubs like mm-hmm. Ed Langdon and, and Adam Tomlinson, you know, good players, good players that are going to strengthen and hopefully make your team have more consistent performances just haven't been properly jowling and just giving them the results that they probably would have thought they might be getting this season for us. Yeah, that's 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 so right, uh, mate. And, and and look, I suppose um, the tricky thing as well that we've sort of mentioned before, but just more broadly speaking, that you've got a shorter season, you don't have a lot of time to turn it around now. That's absolutely right. So the pressure is going to be really on. We're going to touch on at the end of this program about some of the games that we're looking forward to and some of the danger games. But this round against the Gold Coast Suns, the pressure is really going to be on Goodwin if they lose that game. Oh, it's huge. They simply cannot afford to lose it. I might be stating the obvious there, but they really can't. Serps, you've actually, you've just reminded me of my own uh, mammoth loser. (laughs) Same again, we're talking consecutive losses. I I don't want to 
dropped the hammer on these guys too hard just yet. But Collingwood as well. That they've they've got to be careful. Collingwood, <laughs> they really do. We have we won't be hearing that anytime soon, and for 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 various reasons, many players at the moment out of form more than you'd like at the one time, and that's without even touching on. I don't want to go into it too far. Obviously, I'm sure neither of us do, but. There are the uh, the ongoing off-field issues, and they're all they're all sort of happening at, at, at once. It's it's no doubt putting a lot of pressure on the on the place. They have a huge one this weekend against Hawthorne. That's that's understandably massive for both. And yeah, you just kind of wonder where where another loss would would send them at the moment. Um, not being in a good place off the field, that want to start and get things back on track on it as well. It's very, very hard to believe, Fryzy, that it was only a matter of weeks ago and we were discussing Collingwood as a as a favourite for the flag. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible just how quickly things can change. Last week, we touched on Still Sidebottom and his indiscretion. The off-field dramas have been mounting so much more pressure on that playing group. They finally get out of Melbourne. It might be a good thing to actually be out of Melbourne, out of the hub where all these stories are circulating and and being in that toxic environment possibly. It might be a good thing for them. But, yeah, they're going to have to turn their fortunes around, Fries. It was very disappointing performance after quarter time on Friday night. Yeah, you're too right. And it may well be the little refresh that that group needs. But, gee, it's, again, I'm, I'm... I know it's been said to death in the media already, but it doesn't help either that the scandals happen to be surrounding some of their best and most important players. Like for them to for them to go deep into the finals like they had the last few seasons. Well, they, they, these guys are, are so important. They're everything. And I feel like someone like a steel sidebottom Frizy as well is a very underrated player. Maybe not within the four walls of Collingwood, but certainly mm-hmm. outside in the competition. When you have a really star-studded lineup with your Scott Pendlebury's and Taylor Adams and Adam Trelaw. Absolutely. There's a lot of heat on uh, that whole group this week because, uh, yeah, as I said, three three in a row in the, in the L column. You just can't afford it right now, I don't think. Yeah, absolutely can't. No. Now, Fryzy, no. we rarely get this opportunity to really put salt in the wounds of Collingwood. We're firstly going to play a clip from when Essendon bet Collingwood, and it's a very, very famous clip, and the guy in this clip certainly gives Collingwood a good clip. Boys, you just beat the pies. How good's that? It doesn't get any better than that, champion. I'll tell you what. To put up with the shit that we've put up with for the last few years, it's been a nightmare. We hate it, right? Then to come out and pump these assholes who have done nothing but put shit on us for so long. Get a big dog up, you Collingwood. You f***ing deserve it. F***ing you all. Also, Fryzy, we are going to rattle off some of our favourite Collingwood jokes. Because you know what, Fryzy? We are in the state of mind. We may not get this opportunity again for oh. a while. Let's really rub it in. Fryzy, I've got a joke for you here. What is oh. the difference between a Collingwood fan and an arsonist? Oh, what do we got here, sir? Arsonist wouldn't waste 25 matches. Oh! is oh. he delivered in the last quarter? Oh. Oh. Oh, it, hasn't, it hasn't taken long to pile into them. And look, as you said, we don't get to do it very often. Look, if you if we're going to go down that path, well, I'm going to have to return, sir, with you then here. Go on, so, what do you got? What has got 100 legs and four teeth? Oh, gee, Frizzy, tell me. The front row of the Collingwood cheer squad. It's right. We've really <laughs> taken full advantage already, though, haven't we, of the situation? Let's 
let's just see how many how many little punches we can get in there. But <laughs> and and Fries, it's it's difficult to explain to to any of our international listeners about Collingwood because mm-hmm. it's 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 a hard thing to kind of that they are probably the most hated team in Victoria if you're talking about any of the other respective clubs, especially if you talk to Carlton supporters who are probably one of their biggest, biggest rivals. And, yeah, the fans have a reputation, let's just put it that way, for being just a little bit on the feral side. So all those other listeners from outside uh, Australia here, yeah, there's a bit more context about why us Victorians feel a little funny about Collingwood supporters. Oh, <laughs> 